We are here. Yes, we are. We are ready. Yeah. Are you ready? I'm ready. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. Are you ready, listeners? I hope you're ready. I hope you're ready for another episode of oh, Pillow, Pillow Talk, Talk with, with Them Full Tens. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all right. All right. So... What I wanted to talk about in this episode. Mm-hmm. So there's this saying, mm-hmm. and I'm not sure if you've heard it. Many may or may not have heard it. It's um, never meet your heroes. Okay. Um, you know, it's like, well, they say never meet your heroes. And the reason why that is, is because uh, meeting someone that you idolize, meeting someone that you hold in high regard uh, could be detrimental Okay. Um, when you possibly learn of their flaws, because after all, they're human, just like anybody right, else, uh, right. just because uh, they have reached a certain uh, point in their life or a certain accolade in their life or have made a certain amount of money in life. Mm-hmm. It's because we see them on television or the big screen, right. or hear them on the radio or on your favorite podcast, like them Fultons. Yes. Um, you know, it doesn't mean that they're above a reproach that there mm-hmm. are, that they are above flaws. Right. You know, so they they say, you know, you shouldn't meet them because the image that you have set for them in your mind could be damaged, mm-hmm. you know, when you uh, meet them and really get to see them behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. So with that uh, saying out there, what I wanted to talk about is, um, is the image mm-hmm. that we put on um, superstars, okay. uh, people of certain status, and whether or not that image changes mm-hmm. when we see or hear about something that they've done okay. that is considered maybe morally wrong, mm-hmm. maybe uh, wrong as far as society is concerned, mm-hmm. uh, it could be illegal. Right, <laughs> you know right, I mean? right. Um, you know, any number of things. So does that image change um, when you learn of these things and why or why not? You know, um, uh, I can start off with a prime example here is um, Michael Jackson, mm-hmm. um, king of pop, mm-hmm. uh, arguably the greatest entertainer on the planet. Right. Um, and... You know, several years ago, uh, while he, of course, was was still alive, um, scandal hits, mm-hmm. uh, news of him um, touching some children and, and doing some things bad with some children while having them uh, stay over at, at his uh, Neverland ranch. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a uh, big, big story. A huge case went forth. And, but you know, it wasn't uh, never really proven, was it? Well, um, we know that a settlement was, was right. paid Do you know of a settlement? to the families, but there there was some evidence that was really stacking against Michael mm-hmm. that, you know, you could kind of draw a conclusion like, 
Michael may have touched those kids. You know, you could have been pretty confident in saying that, you mm-hmm. know, and there and there are even some people to this day that are fully convinced right. that Michael was in some wrong, yet he's still he's still considered mm-hmm. greatest entertainer of all even, time. Even King after his pop. death. His his music still sells and yes. still gets played and all that kind of stuff, yet there's a strong possibility that he was in the wrong. You know what I mean? And um, so that's very interesting to me. Yeah, but it's also a possibility that he was not. Okay, so you're definitely leaning toward toward that side. I really, um, I'm on the fence. I guess maybe a part of me doesn't want to. Okay. Believe or think that he, you know, can do that mm-hmm. or did that. Yes. You know, because you know how I am about kids. Right. So, right. you know, I'm trying not to think so that way. So that's part of what happens mm-hmm. when we, and I'm, <laughs> listen, I'm not speaking from some psychological place <laughs> or something like I've done some case study, but I, mm-hmm. I just know from experience, it is what we do. Right. We tend to. Well, maybe he couldn't have, you know, because mm-hmm. it's Michael. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's 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 Michael. And, you know, maybe not knowing uh, fully every minute detail of the case. Mm-hmm. And we certainly weren't there. Right. You know what I mean? With him and these children. So it it is a matter of, well, it's, it's kind of hearsay and, mm-hmm. you know, all that kind of stuff. And you, you have to consider the source and the age of the source. And, right. You know, all that kind of stuff. So because there is a bit of it that w- there are a bit of facts that are missing mm-hmm. from us because, again, we weren't there and we don't know fully. Right. Then, yeah, we tend to kind of want to side with the, nah, I can't really believe that he was capable of that because, I mean, it's Michael. Right. You know, come on, come on. So I think we, we again, be, and that speaks to the image mm-hmm. that we have created of him in our own minds. Mm-hmm. And that says, okay, well, maybe he could, maybe he didn't do that. Right. You know, and to speak on that piece, that's where I believe uh, O.J. Simpson was Mm. when the trial, the murder trial of Nicole Brown and uh, Ron Goldman came Mm -hmm. up because, well, we we watched the the biopic that was on FX, uh, The People versus O.J. Simpson. Mm -hmm. And, you know, OJ kept saying, but I'm OJ. Right. But I'm OJ. And it, and it was a bit of arrogance yeah. on his part. Because he was going solely off of, you know, I'm this great, right. big football, yeah. football star, football you know. Football legend. And basically, I can't be touched. Yeah. Yeah. But he was banking on mm-hmm. the image that people had created of him. Mm-hmm. This is this is OJ. This is the man that... That runs through the airport in that in that commercial. <laughs> there was an Avis commercial, or something because I think he's it was. running behind. This is the guy that we saw in a Naked Gun. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He's jovial and he's funny right. and he's goofy and you know. And he was really banking off of the image that was set forth before him, and so much so that it it actually helped his defense. It did. You know, his his defense it was did. able to even use that image mm-hmm. to portray a certain man that people were having a hard time believing was capable mm-hmm. of such heinous crime. Right. 
Now, me personally, after seeing that movie, mm-hmm. I'm pr- quite convinced that he was involved in it. I, maybe, I, I have to agree. Maybe not uh, hands-on, mm-hmm. but had some knowledge of it mm-hmm. and was involved in it to some extent. Right. Uh, just now seeing, uh, being able to really see how much evidence was really stacked against this man mm-hmm. and really how the, the his defense uh, used a few um, minor things and turned them into major things mm-hmm. uh, on his behalf and, and was able to uh, change a jury's mind, right. you know what I mean, and get them off. Now, but see, especially now, like where he is now, right? You know, and just like the stupid things that he has done, right? I'm like, come on, what? Why you choose to do these stupid things, right? You know, because you're just making yourself look to me in my eyes even more guiltier. Well, yeah, I mean, it, it definitely speaks to what he's capable of now. Mm-hmm. But here's the question I want to I want to ask you. Does that tarnish his greatness as a football player? Absolutely. You believe so? I do believe so. Okay. Because, like, you, when you think of OJ, you, you don't think of his football career. Unfortunately, you don't. You think of, of what, you know, that trial and all that he has been through. Yeah. You don't think of his football career. So I will say yes. It wow. put a huge, a huge cloud over. Because I'm going to tell you, when I hear his name, I'm not thinking of a, fo- a great football player. No. I'm no. not. And unfortunately, um, like those that may not have known him as a football player, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure if you were to Google O.J. Simpson, I, there may be a, a small um, a tiny uh, excerpt about him being a right. football player, but then it's going to go right to... Right. You know, was involved in this case and you know mm-hmm. what I mean, all that type of stuff. And it's gonna to go to the fact that he's now serving time. Right. You know, for for a crime that, that he definitely committed. He definitely he did. Definitely was convicted of. Right. You know. So that that's 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 good. That's good. Yeah. So that's that's where I'm 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 going with this uh this conversation. So um all right, so let me go to this. So a couple of weeks ago, mm-hmm. we watched uh, another good biopic, uh, The New Edition Story. Yes. On BET. I loved it. Uh, very good, um, man, very good program. I really enjoyed it. And we got to see some things behind the scenes mm-hmm. that, okay, maybe maybe we heard of, but then to see them actually unfolding. Right. Um, especially in the role of Bobby Brown and some of the things that, Mm-hmm. He got involved in. Now, of course, we 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 knew uh, as um, new addition as they aged and as they as the group began to change and when they all began to branch off and all that, we mm-hmm. knew that Bobby was a wild card, right? And we heard stories of some of the stuff that Bobby was doing out there. Right. We knew that he was struggling with some some drugs and all that, but but now seeing it mm-hmm. and seeing the extent that it was on him mm-hmm. and that he struggled with it. Um, I know me personally, it didn't change how I felt about it. Right. I mean, because he, he still put out banging music. Right. You know, even when he, le- when he left the group. Right. He still put out banging music. But he was quite the troublemaker. Though. He was. But he also was the one who started the, the, the group. He was. He was. Which so, I didn't know. Well, neither did I. <laughs> neither I did, did I. not I mean, know. As far as I'm concerned, my knowledge of New Edition started 
window edition, they were always together. Right. I, mean, I, I knew nothing about, you know, oh, well, who began it? And, mm-hmm. you know, I, mean, I, I knew nothing of that. I right. just looked up one day and it was just, there was a song on the radio and it was, it was, um, uh, it was Candy Girl. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And you're like, okay, all <laughs> these kids are all new. Right. Okay. You know what I mean? That, that was that, you know, so did not know Mm-mm. that it, it was Bobby that kind of was the nucleus of the group and all of that. But I will say this though, when that time came for them to vote him out, that group, I actually did not miss him when they added Johnny Gill into the group. Okay, so why why did you not miss him? Because I felt like Johnny Gill brought a whole nother different flavor. Plus, he wasn't bringing drama. Okay. So it, it, it let me kind of really concentrate on the music so much more than the drama that was going on behind the scenes. Okay. So why doesn't the drama that Bobby caused, why does that not, in your mind, mm-hmm. tarnish his image as the artist, the, the entertainer? That, hey, that I, I just remember. always still think that Bobby is a wild card. I always think he's the wild child. Okay. You know, um, and to some some degree he still is. You know, but I do think he has calmed down okay. some, but um, I don't know. I just, he just went off to do his own thing. So I'm like, oh, that's just Bobby. Okay. So we just chalk it up as. That's just Bobby. Well, that's, that's just Bobby. So it, it became in, in a sense, um, part of his image mm-hmm. uh the 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 bad boy right um the wild card mm-hmm. like you said uh so we kind of wrote that in mm-hmm. to the image of bobby mm-hmm. and accepted it as such yeah but i did see a softer side of him though when they had all came together when they was on what was that the video the show that they did i'm not sure what the, what it was that they all showed up at and he was saying how he wanted to be back in the group. Okay, okay. I think that was that video soul. Video soul. I think so. I think that's what they were on. And yeah. um, so yeah, I saw a softer side of him then. I felt his true heart because he really wanted to be back in the group. Right. And then I mean, of but course, he was saying it jokingly. Right. But right. he did. He really wanted to be back in the group. And I mean, and then of course by by uh, closer to the end, when they all came together for. Uh, Ronnie's wedding. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he he was a different person. Right. He, he, had, he had matured. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. And he had um, definitely was trying to change his image a bit. I think there was a point where someone offered him a drink or something. He was mm-hmm. like, "No, no, no. You know, I don't, I don't do that anymore." Right. You know what I mean. So he, you could, you could see where he was trying to, um, you know, to 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 change a bit. Mm-hmm. You know. So um, again, it helps us to kind of uh, write in more mm-hmm. of an image that uh, we have of Bobby Brown. Right. Okay. Now, uh, progressing in the conversation, mm-hmm. Bobby Brown married Whitney Houston. Yes, that's what okay. I was going to bring up. All right. And Whitney Houston uh, struggled with uh, drugs, mm-hmm. uh, which ultimately took her out of here. So upset me. And and overdose took her took her out of here. Um, but again, we don't necessarily hold that against her. 
No, but I will say that I was definitely disappointed. Yes. Definitely disappointed in the choices that she, you know, had made. Right. You know, here it is. You have this voice of of an angel. And to me, and you know me, I'm, you know, I am about singing. And I'm just like, how can you, how can you mess up that voice? Right. You know, how, 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 yeah. how can you tarnish that? So I was very, very disappointed when I heard the news of, of her passing and how she passed. Right. Because I'm like, how, how, how? Right. Was she, was she depressed? Was she lonely? Well, I, you know, that's something that. We will never know. You know, we, we will never know what no. all was going on because then that really begs the question of, um, you know, I, I always tend to wonder how someone in a position like that could feel any of that, but mm-hmm. it's very much possible. Like, how do you feel alone or how, how can you be depressed? Like you're Whitney Houston, right? You know what I mean? <laughs> like you are a household name, right? You know, there are people out here now that are trying to be like you, mm-hmm. your music will always, again, here's, here's another example. Her music is still played to this day. Oh, yeah. Um, it's still, it's copied, it's emulated, mm-hmm. it's um, redone. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? All that kind of stuff. And she still sits among mm-hmm. the greatest. Right. She still sits among the greatest. So, again, was this something, all right, so we're with Bobby, it was well. That's just Bobby. Mm-hmm. It it added to his edge. It added to his bad boy image. But that wasn't that wasn't Whitney, right? Well, that's you know because I mean? like you don't you don't want to associate her with drugs, right? You just don't, right? Because you see her in this light, you know, as a queen, right? You know, as this queen, this princess. You know what I'm saying? Like you're not trying to associate her with with anything negative yes or bad right so then if it was if it was and i'm not saying that it was but i feel like maybe it was so then why did it seem to be acceptable i really don't i don't know you know like again bobby oh cancer's bobby is what it is but yet we hear Whitney's struggling with drugs and it's like, whoa. And we never really, you said you were disappointed and that was fine, but we never really, not that we should have, but we never, we never shunned her. You know what I mean? We never was like, no, oh man, Whitney's on something. That's her over there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It was kind of like Whitney's on something. Okay. Um, when's her next album coming out? Mm-hmm. You know, like that. That's kind of where we were. So I wonder if she ever got tired of singing. Wow. So here's so here's a question. Could we, as fans, contribute to 
the addiction and the downfall of the artist. That that could be a possibility as because I, they want to because they want to keep up the image. As I was, you know, they want to stay. Bring that question you said in the spotlight. I wonder if she got tired of singing. Mm-hmm. And let me jump real quick to another tragic story: Amy Winehouse. Yes, and a documentary that we watched. Yes, and there there was a part in there where. After all the drugs and stuff that she struggled with, there was a part where she was tired of singing. Mm-hmm. However, uh, fans still wanted to hear the um, Back to Black album. Right. Uh, fans still wanted to hear uh, certain songs. Fans still wanted to see her. Mm-hmm. So instead of her people getting her help, they just continued to push her on stage. Right. Um, where... But I think that was that was their own selfishness. Was it there for their own? Or selfishness? was it also the fans? Because her her addiction was very much public. It was, whereas others may have been kind of like behind the scenes. But I and, don't. I don't think I want to say the fans so much. I I really want to say her her family, her father. I really do, because. I mean, she, there was times she just wanted to chill. Right. Okay. But and, you know, he, he just kept pushing and pushing and pushing, which I think it, it turned her really more into those drugs. Oh, well, it, like it did. It did. But I think what I'm trying to say is how much of that could the fans have possibly I don't know. What do you con- think? Contributed. To what that. do you think? Well, I see again. I think, and you said it. You said because they try to keep up with a certain image, yeah. That we that we put up of them, that it puts pressure on their lives. And as long as we continue to say, we want to hear more music from Amy Winehouse, mm-hmm. but we want to hear more music. It was so much that though, because she just genuinely loved to write and sing. Right. It really wasn't so much of her being out on stage. Right, but there was a point where that love dwindled. That love to sing and that love to write dwindled. Yeah, there was there was because there was, there was other there. factors behind yes. it, like her her man, mm-hmm. and her her mm-hmm. her her father. Right, I really do. I just think the combination of them two, it just took her down. So, do you think? I don't think it was so much of her wanting to really perform and everything like that for the fans. Okay. Do you think... Because... (laughs) (laughs) I'm only saying this because I'm thinking back to when she was supposed to sing on stage. And remember when she got on stage, she just sat there. Right. So she wasn't thinking about those fans. No. (laughs) She wasn't thinking about performing. She did not want to be there. She did not want to be there. So I won't say the fans. Okay, maybe I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm not. So so you feel like that that had nothing nothing to do with the fans, them putting her on that stage that night, although she didn't want to be there, had nothing to do with the fans. I don't think so. I really don't think so. Okay, all right. I don't because I think if if it was so much really of the fans, she would have pulled through. 
and gave her fans what they wanted. She just sat there looking at him. Okay, yeah, but we both know, and those that have seen this uh, movie, Amy, uh, we both know that she was very much um, under the influence at that moment on stage uh, to the point where I'm not even sure she knew where she was. Absolutely. And I think... so, But that's what I'm saying to people around her. If you seeing her like that, why even go? Why even go on? If you seeing her like that, well, at at that point, we're we're now yeah. getting into like legalities and yeah. things. You, you, you book for a show, you can't get right. there now. So well, look sudden, how much legality you know, she she, oh she God, had to go not, through. She's not because she didn't perform. And, you know what I mean? All that kind of stuff. But yeah, so yeah. I mean, I I see all that. So, do you think that uh, those that were around her, mm-hmm. uh, family, friends? Um, do you think that they, they're watching her, um, spiral, they're watching her on these drugs. They're watching her, uh, with the alcohol and all that she was doing to herself. Do you think that they, again, chalked it up to that's just the life? No, I think, I think it was their own selfishness of what they wanted to get out of her. Okay. That's what I think. I think it was their own selfishness to just continue to not see what's going on with her. So, oh, this is Amy. Oh, she's going to do it. She can do it. Let's keep pushing her. Let's push, you know, not let's help her. Let's let's really get her some help. Okay. All right. Because I, I the reason why I'm asking is I I'm I think that there is a certain acceptability to the reckless lifestyle of musicians because we chalk it up to, well, that's just what musicians do. I I, I think that, but that's not all musicians though. So you can't, I know it's not all say that, but all right, let me, <laughs> if you went into a right, studio, okay, wait. no, 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 hold on. Let me get, let me get this. <laughs> let me, let me get this. Cause I, I, I think we're missing each other here somewhere. If you went into a studio, Okay, right now, and you know, you knew that you were going to say sing a hook for um, a rapper. Mm-hmm. Okay, and you walk into the studio to to sing your hook, and it's a room full of cats in there, and everybody's smoking weed. What's the first thing that's going to come to your mind? Well, first of all, I'm not going to be in that setting because of the smoking, so that won't be me. Okay, because I can't, I can't be in that kind of environment. Okay. So that that you might have to choose something else. Cause no, 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 no. no I'm, not, I'm, I'm not going to choose anything else. I didn't actually what your actions were going to be. I mm-hmm. actually what your thought was. I understand that you probably will turn around and walk out, but you're gonna you're gonna walk in there and you're not gonna go. Oh my god, everybody smoking. Where you're gonna go, rappers? Because that's what is that's what we you know it's it's a thing. Oh, rappers, they smoke weed. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's what you're gonna see it as. Oh, uh, rappers. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like. I so, so what I'm I guess what I'm trying to get at is there's there's a certain thing that that we feel kind of goes with uh the lifestyle of being before people. Okay. Yes, so would you would you say that is with uh rappers and like rockers? Yes. Exactly. That if you walked into a, a rehearsal of some rockers and there was some coke being snorted or something like that, you would go rockers. You you wouldn't be 
I don't think you would be completely like, oh my God, like you, you wouldn't be uh, like thrown off. I'm not saying you have to stick around for it. I'm not saying you have to um, uh, get involved in it. But what I'm saying is I believe that there is certain things that we just kind of let go. Now, if you walked in on a group of singers smoking weed, that's going to, that's going to throw you off because you're like, Whoa, you guys are singers. And you know what I mean? Like the whole idea of an R and B or a jazz singer smoking weed isn't really like an image that, that we put on them. But if you're in a room full of rappers and they smoke a weed, you just like that's that that it's almost become a staple of the hip hop culture. I'm not saying that that's a positive thing or even really a negative thing. It's just I think it's just the image that we have set forth for certain people within certain realms. Like you said, like rockers. Okay, yeah, you would expect rockers, you know, especially like like a real heavy kind of metal band or something. You expect them to kind of be in the back somewhere, like straight getting on before they went out to a show because of high, how much high energy the show is. But again, I still don't think that all do that. I didn't when you say think, all. when you think of, I didn't say you did. Mm-mm. I'm just saying, I don't think that some people, when they think of rockers, they um, immediately think of that, associate them with drugs. Okay. All right. But I, but I think many do to the, to the extent that it's, that it's not a shock. I think that's, that's the part I'm trying to get to. We hear these things in media and things like that. And it's not something that blows us out of the water. Sure. It may catch us off guard, you know, okay. Back to the new edition thing. Never had a clue that Ricky Bell struggled with a drug addiction. Right. I think it was cocaine. I think it was never knew that, mm-hmm. but like you see it in the show and it was like, wow, I know Ricky struggled with that, mm-hmm. but it wasn't one of the things where, Oh my God, Ricky Bell is on, is on Coke. Mm-hmm. It was like, by that point, them young boys had done so much crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. He was like part of the territory. But it you also, know you know, they, because they were going through a lot, Things had changed, yeah. which I think had him fall back on something like that. Right. You know, money wasn't coming in like it was supposed to be mm-hmm. coming. Uh, performances wasn't being uh, performed right. and things like that. So I think he took that route. Yeah. Now, there, there are some that have done a, a great job at um, keeping their keeping their image clean Um keeping their their per, their private lives private where where if news was to come out about a particular person that oh this person strung out on drugs or something like that you kind of would be like whoa you know what actually shocked me although when i heard it and i said something to somebody else they was like oh you didn't know that it was when i found out shaka khan had had um struggled with an addiction really that actually shocked me okay yes. now why did that shock you because i had because I personally had placed Shaka Khan in a different place. Mm-hmm. But now knowing and now realizing the era that Shaka came through, mm-hmm. okay. So now it's like, mm-hmm, yeah. Well, very I didn't much know possible. that era anyway. Right. Who wasn't? 
that's there you go. Now you now you're on the page with me. Really? <laughs> so oh, how long have I been off the page? Now you're on the page. How long with have me? I been off you the page? You just say, well, look at that era. Who was it? Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Okay. You hear this like Jimi Hendrix. Well, Jimmy OD. So you hear Jimi Hendrix. You're like, the lifestyle he was living. Rocker in the 70s. Duh. Okay. You know what I mean? Or, or the 60s. Duh. Well, I'm going to flip it on you a little bit. Okay. What about, what are your views about Robin Williams? Okay. All right. Uh, committed suicide. Um. Found out that he was struggling from depression. Was there was there drugs involved? Uh, not sure. I don't, I don't think there was drugs involved. Um, caught me off guard. Caught me off guard too. Caught me off guard very much because you see Robin. It, it's it's hard. I'm, I'm gonna tell you exactly how I felt when okay. I heard that. All exactly right. how I felt. Mm-hmm. It was hard for me to imagine. Someone who spent so much time making other people laugh being depressed. Right. So that, for me, was a huge shocker because I had a different image Mm -hmm. of Robin Williams. I I could not imagine someone who you always saw smiling. Heck, even in roles where he he played a serious part, Mm -hmm. you still managed to find something funny in what he did. And I, I had a very hard time with with that here's mm-hmm. a man who spent his, his life making people laugh how in the world did he find himself in the hole of depression mm-hmm. to the to the extent right that he took his, he took his, his own, own life. life exactly yes exactly yes now do you think that that depression was something that was there from when he was young and it just kind of manifests itself through the years? Or do you think it happened somewhere where he actually, when he blew up with stardom? I I think it probably happened in stardom. Um, I think I think a recurring theme that we keep coming back to in this conversation, whether or not we're on the same okay, page. Okay, am I on your page now? You, since you, since I'm, not, I'm not on your page. You, you, he got some nerve. You in the book. Really? How about you ain't on my page? So I ain't on your page. You in the book. <laughs> you in the book. Whatever. Um, the re- re- reoccurring theme that keeps coming back is uh, the the pressure that stardom mm-hmm. puts on people. Mm-hmm. Um, and I and I think that is where we're at because. Hmm. Does Bobby Brown get hooked on drugs without an audition? Bobby Brown never gets into a singing group. He gets booed at that talent show or whatever. Mm-hmm. He never goes back to it. He just decides to be some normal kid. Mm-hmm. Does he end up in drugs? Don't know that. Does Whitney Houston end up hooked on drugs if she never never is Whitney Houston? If she's just the girl from Jersey that sings in her church choir mm-hmm. who works at Macy's, mm-hmm. does she get hooked on drugs? Amy Winehouse never mm-hmm. uh, is this icon that we see. Mm-hmm. She's just a girl from England who, you know, works works wherever she works. Does she get hooked 
on anything. Robin Williams. I will say this, though. With Amy, though, it really was the guy she was dating. Oh, it was. You know what I'm saying? It was. Like, had he not introduced her to drugs. Right. She would probably, st- she would still be here today. That's, yes. You, you're, you're very correct with that. So, he probably comes along possibly with mm-hmm. or without the music. Possibly. Mm-hmm. But I think it was the music that attracted him to her. But mm-hmm. Possibly. Possibly. So, with that being said, I think that it, as far as Robin Williams mm-hmm. is concerned, was probably something that happened later. And it's like, because I wonder if the depression kicked in um, maybe after his career died down. Maybe. You know, you, you Like maybe to, he wasn't getting as many roles yeah, as, yeah. as he wanted yeah. or things like that. Because there is, there is the, the, the high of being in front of the camera, being on the stage. There, there is that high. And when that goes away, then yeah what 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 do you do mm-hmm. you know what i mean because it, it 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 wasn't about money that we know of it wasn't about money or you know what i mean like any any of the things that us normal folk would look at and maybe, maybe be depressed about this folk that's depressed because they don't know where their next meal is coming from tomorrow right you know what i mean that kind of thing but then you know then you, you see somebody like robin williams an accomplished person, mm-hmm. actor and, and uh, comedian and, and all that kind of stuff. And then you hear mm-hmm. depression and you're like, huh? What are you talking about? Well, like, what could you possibly have to be depressed about? That's what we think from this position. Mm-hmm. However, we we just don't know. So what do you think about those who, who manage to stay away from the drugs? They managed to still have a career and it's it's flourishing and they didn't take that road. Who are we talking about? I really all right, let me say Chrisette Michelle. I don't I haven't heard of her doing any drugs, have you? Have you? That girl crazy in the bed bug, she gotta be on something. <laughs> Oh my God! No, I asked you: Have you heard of that her girl. doing any drugs? That girl. <laughs> oh my God! That girl wilding a jack o' lantern out. Listen, um, <laughs> so wrong, so wrong. Love you, Chrisette. Love you. Then he gonna put the love on it. Love your music, girl. <laughs> he then he gonna put the love on it. Love your music, girl. Um, <laughs> all right, all right. Your girl, your girl, Layla, Layla Hathaway. Again, you said it when I was joking about it, Chrisette. You said, <laughs> we said we've never heard it. And, okay, I'm, so I'm, I'm going to go with, because we've never heard it, I'm going to go with, there's no, there, there is no under the covers, behind the scenes going on with either one of them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I chalked that up to the people that they surround themselves with mm-hmm. because from what I understand, the, the, the limelight period, whether it be Hollywood mm-hmm. 
whether it be the music biz, mm-hmm. whatever other business there is out there that puts you in a spotlight type of position. Mm. I understand that, and I've heard this firsthand from artists, mm-hmm. musicians, that the drug scene is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. That this stuff is available like yeah. uh, French fries at McDonald's, because like like you go yeah. to parties and there are like it's a spread like a smorgasbord. Okay, but there's okay. things called choices. No, 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 no. I'm let me let me finish what I'm saying here. So I chalk that up to either a a good base upbringing, okay? Because I feel like I could be at that party right now, surrounded by all that stuff and not touch any of it. And I think that's because of the upbringing that I that I've had. And the, the and the the faith that I have now. Okay. So I believe that I could be. But you said the faith you have now. Yeah, but I was never. Listen, I was always deathly afraid. We just we were just talking about that. We watched that movie, and the, the the cat was was getting shot up with heroin. I said I said to you, you ain't never got <laughs> to worry about me being no heroin addict. Mm-hmm. You hear that I died by heroin overdose? Start the investigation because <laughs> Kenny didn't die no heroin overdose unless. I was tied down to something and somebody shot me up. Mm-hmm. You know, I ain't a fan of needles as it is, mm-hmm. let alone be sticking something in me. But then, he, but you know, I was just never, I was never big on it. Like it was too much that I had seen what certain drugs was doing to people. And for me, like that kept me scared to death. Like there was no high that I needed in the world mm-hmm. that was going to, have me put myself at risk like that. I, I, I smoked a blunt here and there or a joint here and there. That high was enough. And even that high, sometimes was kind of like, oh, okay, that high was enough. I never felt like I needed to. And they, they say that uh, marijuana is a, um, it's a, it's an entry drug because you tend to move further and further deeper into drugs from marijuana. Mm-hmm. You know, the marijuana high, it's not good enough for you anymore. So you start lacing it. And then next thing you know, you're full blown coke, heroin, you're full, full blown out there. And I thank God that I never got that caught up in it. The high that I got from the weed was enough. And I was like, okay. And, and even then I know people to this day that can't go a day without smoking weed. Mm. That can't go half a day. Is 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 weed in the morning, is weed after lunch, is weed after work, and mm. is weed before I go to sleep. You know what I'm saying? And I I think I was never, ever like that. It was like, oh, y'all lighting up? Let me get a puff. That's what it was. I never owned any weed. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it was just, it wasn't something that was a huge part of me. I experimented with it. I did it. Okay, fine. It was done. But I think part of me still was just, I never wanted to find myself. You hear these horror stories, man, which kind of blows me away because they taught us all that type of stuff in school. So how you come out of that, go somewhere and go, gee, I want to get high. Right. I don't get it. They, they tell us these horror stories. People waking up somewhere, you don't know where you've been for the past four days or something like that. You butt naked laying in the alley <laughs> or something. You know what I mean? Because you got you got a hold of some stuff. I'm never, you know, I'm glad or, I never or, got a hold of You know, you somewhere, none get, of that. getting high, mess around and get robbed or something. You know what I mean? Like, Mm-mm. I just heard way too many horror stories. And for me, I was like, I'm good. I don't, I don't need any of that. That's me personally, you know what I mean. Um, but I, but I still, I still chalk that up to 
just a good a good base, whether it be a good upbringing, whether it be a solid faith or just solid morals. You know what I mean? Chrisette Michelle, um, uh, Layla Hathaway, um, you know, others like them who we've never heard any type of stories like that about. Mm -hmm. They even have some really good people around them who, who keep them straight because that's something I've always talked about is if I ever did, you know what I mean? Be out somewhere where I'm in some type of limelight or something. If you're not with me, somebody, somebody will be, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Somebody that I know is going to keep me straight. You know what I mean? Somebody's going to be with me. Um, So it's, it's either, it's either their entourage, um, a a solid upbringing. Maybe they have a solid faith Mm -hmm. that, you know, that keeps them grounded in that area. Um, You know, or, or, or something or like, or, or their own set of morals. You know, it doesn't necessarily have to be a faith thing. They could not believe in God whatsoever, but still have a, a moral standard that says, "Now nah, I'm not going to do that." Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that's what possibly keeps them on on the straight and narrow. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. So that's 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 what I think about that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm glad I I've never touched any of that in my world so what what kept you from it it just never was an interest were you ever around somebody that was doing it no hmm that's interesting Mm-mm. never never that wasn't the kind of people I hung around wow okay that did that did things like that I guess I just hung around the wrong people. (laughs) Plus, I always had this 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 dream that that if I if I was to smoke, God would take my my voice away from me, my singing voice away from me. Okay. Okay. Because I just never never gravitated to that. Mm. Never. I guess I was just never (laughs) gravitated. Never gravitated towards any of that. I guess I was a hellion then. Friends were hellions. So, so wonder we still alive. Thank God you're still alive. Thank God you're still alive. So wonder we made it. Yeah. Or we was. Yeah. No. We <laughs> no. Yeah, well. We weren't. You know. Well, you it know is what? what it is. Good for you. Thank you. Good Thank you very much. You. Thank you very much. That you were able to stay away from it. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it's 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 a rarity. Yeah. Um, especially not to have had anybody that you associated with uh, not be involved in, in any. I mean, I mean, don't get me wrong. I've never been around somebody snorting coke. Mm-hmm. I've never been around anybody smoking crack. Mm-hmm. I've never been around anybody shooting up heroin. Good. Or smoking crystal meth. Like I said, the, the the extent of ours was was weed. We, you know, and and again, I was I wasn't one that had any on me. Like you couldn't come to me and go, "Yo, Ken, I heard you got nah, nah." Ken didn't have it. Kenny would, you know, somebody would have it and pull it out and go, "Yo, I'm about to roll this." So were like, you were you curious? I guess to, a little. To smoke yeah. that? Yeah, I guess a little. Yeah, just want to know what the... Or did you just want to be in the in crowd? No, no, no. To because, look cool. Because my... 
I'm not going to go all into this in this podcast. My first smoke actually had nothing to do with an in crowd at all. Um, it was actually a very private moment. Okay. Um, so yeah, it wasn't about me being around. It was it was never a peer pressure thing. So you was just like, hmm, I, I just, I'm curious. I, uh, I yeah, want to try I wanna this. Know what the big whoop was. Mm. Just wanted to know what 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 the big whoop was. I I see you over here doing this. So what's so what's the what's the big whoop? Wow. Yeah. But no, it, it had nothing to do with me being really in a crowd of people at all. You know mm. what I mean? Mm-mm. No. Now you know it was a big, uh, a big thing over uh, when when the Olympics were around with the drugs. What this this past mm-hmm. year? Well, yeah, yeah. I yeah. think that was just stupidity. It was. It was. Okay, so so athletes. Mm-hmm. Okay, so all right, so we, we've we've dealt with Hollywood musicians all that. Um, one athlete that comes to mind when you said. Uh, drugs is um, Lance Armstrong, mm-hmm. um, and here's here's a guy who um, not only was a tremendous athlete but also battled uh, cancer, cancer like a beast, yeah, like I uh, never seen before. But then, after all of that, after all the accolades that he gets, mm-hmm. we find out that he's been taking performance enhancement drugs. Do you think he was doing it? Because he had cancer, I think he was doing it for for an edge, for for competitive edge. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I feel about PEDs. Um, and uh, God, we could have a whole conversation about drugs and legality and all that. But I don't know how I feel about um, PEDs and whether that tarnished my image of him. Okay, now, I think it. Did, I think it did worldwide. Because, oh, yeah. like, I mean, because he they, didn't he get stripped? They stripped him yeah. of titles and was yeah. wiping his name out of record books, right? And the whole nine. But I don't know. Does it negate him beating cancer? No, right? It doesn't. Um, you know, because because I guess I question how much of an enhancement did it really did it really make him. Uh, uh, you know, heads and tails better than everybody else. Would would he would he not have won these races without it? But right. I mean, I guess we won't. We won't know because we can go there with uh, Marion Jones. Yeah, another one that was stripped. Yep, of, stripped of stuff. For those who don't know, Marion Jones is yeah. she's a track star. Yeah, yeah, female uh, black uh, African American female yep. track star. Um, yeah, had broken some records and stuff. They found yep. out she had taken some PEDs, stripped. Yep. Yeah, that's um. And never, never recovered. No. Her career as as Lance, you don't, you don't see Lance nowhere. Yep. You know what I'm saying? That's so, really sad. It it's, is. It's, it's so unfortunate. It 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 is when you think um, about it. it when you really it, really it think really about is. it. I mean, I guess if 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 the performance enhancing drugs do what what they really do, then. I guess it does kind of tarnish an image because you're looking at someone that's not necessarily taking a competitive edge, like they're going above and beyond a competitive edge. You know, they're they're cheating. Mm-hmm. They they you know they really are cheating. So I, I guess in essence, it, it will change how you feel. Now, didn't about that person. uh wasn't it a situation with Michael Phelps? 
not with performance enhancements. There no. was a thing about Michael Phelps and some marijuana. Right. Yeah. But it didn't it flipped that coin. It didn't it didn't get people to stop loving him. Why not? Cuz he's Michael Phelps. He's the greatest swimmer ever. What's the difference between him and Lance? And um That's the question. And um Marianne. That's that's the question. It's a type of drug. It's it's the type of drug. For Michael Phelps, the marijuana had nothing to do with his competitive edge as a swimmer. You think? Marijuana doesn't make you a better swimmer. I didn't say it make you a better swimmer, but I'm saying yes your head ain't still all the way there, is it? No, but he did not take them during competing or training. How you know that? Because the the video, whatever that came out about him, he was at a party somewhere or something. Mm, okay. It was off season. That's that's why it, it didn't affect him a whole lot. Because it, it it had nothing to do with his training or his competing what whatsoever. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. That's the difference. Whereas you're talking about as far as Marion Jones and Lance Armstrong, you're talking about them taking something in the midst of their their competition, their competing, mm-hmm. that gave them an edge. And that is something that's against the rules mm-hmm. of competing. So that's that's what that's why that tarnished them. As far as him smoking weed, he smoked weed. His biggest problem was that was you let somebody photograph him doing it. Yeah, it was stupid. That was it was dumb. But it did not tarnish his like you said, it did not it did not tarnish his image. He still went and kicked behind at the last Olympics and is is But that's interesting though. Because we for somebody could be really, you know, a strong thing for somebody, you know. And they look at at Michael, you know, Phelps and, and be like, I don't know, because he smoked weed. What do you mean? I'm just saying, you know, some some drugs for some people is, you know, like over the top. Right. Maybe they, because they look at Michael Phelps as, oh, this American, this American boy. Yeah. You know, he do no wrong, but but here it is. He's smoking weed. So Why should I still be all? So you're saying that it could possibly promote it to someone else. Someone could see him and go, absolutely. well, he smoked weed and he still became mm-hmm. uh, the most decorated Olympic athlete right. in history. So I should. Yeah, let well, me go. Let me. Okay. Let I me get go. That. Let me go well, get some weed. That was the whole thing with um, uh, Marion Barry. Mm-hmm. The mayor of Washington, D.C., who was yeah. caught smoking crack mm-hmm. and got reelected as mayor. <laughs> See, that's just wrong. <laughs> and you, why you laugh at that, though? <laughs> why do you laugh at that? I'm, I don't, because it's, I don't know how that, how that's possible. Like, I only, only. Because everybody in the cabinet was smoking weed. Only in D.C. Can you get, <laughs> can you get caught smoking crack? And get your job back. That's what that's what Chris Rock said. He smoked crack, got his job back. You know, that's what Chris Rock said. But yeah, I only, 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 only in America, <laughs> only in America, do you get caught doing something like that, and, and it's like whatever, you know. <laughs> I I don't. Why is it funny though? Because, <laughs> why is it funny? That's that's what I want to know. I don't know why, why is it funny. I don't know why it's funny. It's just it, because it's now. It's what funny. If, what if he never got caught? They just never got caught. So he'd still be behind the scenes. He would be. Doing all of that foolishness. He would be. But, trying to run somebody's city. But 
caught or no caught, he still remained mayor. Like even after getting caught, they still felt he was he was okay to be mayor. Incredible. Yeah. So what's wrong with them? Exactly. Because they smoking it too. We talking about the people of DC that elected him. You know That's what I mean? What I'm saying. You know, so it's crazy. It's crazy. Some some things are you know are, are, like are acceptable and and some some things aren't. You know what I mean? Um, we we chalk it up to a, a certain person's lifestyle. We 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 chalk it up to, um, you know where they've been or or you know what I mean what what they're doing. You can hear about someone doing something now, and it's like. I think you know we because we what what did it did it affect his job? It's the same thing. Like I said, we're going back to Phil. Well, did well, did it affect his swimming? Any? No. All right, fine. Whatever. Let him smoke. Like that was kind of that was kind of the attitude behind it. You know what I mean? Such and such is on crack. Is it, is it stopping him from doing what he's doing? Well, no, not really. Fine, then let him do it. It's like we if it's if it's still serving our purpose, then we're okay with allowing it to happen. Mm. And that doesn't make it necessarily right. Cause I'm, good. It doesn't. It really doesn't. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm like, look, drug is a drug. It is, but and, it, but and why? And why wasn't Michael Phelps stripped of any of his medals? Because he did weed. Because it didn't affect his swimming, and it and it had nothing to do with. I'm just I'm just telling you the facts of that. I'm not saying that it was right. I'm just saying, and weed is like, oh, it's weed, because. Hey, but maybe if it was crack or if it was cocaine, if it was heroin, if it was crystal meth, maybe we would be saying something different. You know what I'm saying? But eh, it was weed. Wow. Eh, you know what I'm saying? That's like sweeping we, it under the rug. It did. It did get swept under the rug. What's the last time you heard that story? Mm. You ain't heard it since the Olympics, have you? No, because he's now the most decorated Olympic athlete in history. So a little, a little puff, puff of the weed on his mm. whatever incredible you know because it 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 serves our purpose you know from the fans point of view it serves our purpose i'm okay with what he does behind the scenes as long as it doesn't affect me seeing him perform incredible. it serves our purpose so yet we don't so we don't put pressure on anybody to do anything to him because uh, what you gonna take him away for i was looking forward to seeing him and you know what else it comes down to hmm. oh yeah Cash monies. Cash monies. Cash monies. That boy, you, know, you know how much that boy was worth to the United States of America? Cash monies. To go over there and, and compete? I don't know the number, but... No, no, no. no. I'm, I, was, I wasn't asking for a specific... I'm just uh, saying. I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah cash monies. You know, oh, he needs to be... Stop you from going. Man, that's our gold ticket right there. Must be crazy. I'm not going to stop him from so going. So do you think they, they wanted to make an example... Out of Lance, like they did Marion. Yeah, yeah. Plus, you're talking about something that is governed by a committee way larger than the United States. You know, as far as Lance Armstrong, he was an international, you know, tour de France, different mm-hmm. things like that. So you're talking about like the international cycling, mm-hmm. you know, that, you know, what I mean grabbed all of that mm-hmm. same thing with Marion being the Olympic athlete she was you're talking about an international committee that stepped in again but we're talking about a performance enhancement drug mm-hmm. and something like weed 
So we're so we're talking about two different things. We're talking about a drug that literally made them better athletes. Okay. That makes it look like they were cheating mm-hmm. to win. Whereas you got this kid smoking some weed at a party, it has absolutely nothing to do with his his competing or his training, and it it's but he not, still was upholding an image. It's not helping his. It, it's not about image. It's not about image. So it wasn't about image with Lance or no, Marion either. It wasn't about image. It was about rules being broken, rules that affected competition. That's 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 what hurt them. Okay. All right. That's what hurt them. What he was doing was not affecting his competition. They can okay. care less about his image. We we can we can fix that. He's a, he's a, he's a kid having fun at a party, smoking weed. You know what I mean? We can fix that. Okay. What about? What about Vanessa Williams? That was that was image. That was image. The fact that she had posed for Playboy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then they were trying to. Sh- what they trying? To- oh, they took the they Miss took America. Her- yeah. Right, 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 right. That's image. We're, we're not. We're not. We're not. But we're not talking about a a physical competitive edge. That was all. That was all image. Yeah. But she still they still stripped her because that was image. Although I although I think the rules would say something different. Probably, I, th- so. I think I think the rules were has something to do with um, professional modeling before you know what I mean like well you, you suppose it's an amateur competition so you you weren't supposed to have been in a professional you know whatever whatever the rules would say something different but that was all about image. They did not want someone who had been there because that that's not Miss America. You know what I'm saying? That was image. So what about the story that you was telling me or showed me something that came up in your memory about, about the young lady who they didn't want to give her a title because of her skin? That's Brazil. How about that? Yeah. That was, that was the young lady who... Um, had wanted to be a carnival queen in Brazil, but they uh, they wouldn't allow her because they felt that her skin was too dark. That's that was a story about discrimination that goes on in mm-hmm. Brazil, but a discrimination that goes on amongst dark uh, amongst dark skinned people in Brazil mm-hmm. because she was being discriminated against against people that looked like her, mm-hmm. but may have been slightly lighter. But they thought her skin was too dark and didn't didn't think that she was. That she was beautiful enough to be a carnival queen, mm-hmm. but yeah, so that was that's that's discrimination. Yeah, yeah, that's something completely different. Yeah, I know. I was just thinking. Yeah, I know. I know you're thinking. Well, so, all know, good. Since, since I ain't on your page, you're in the book. So and I ain't you, on his page. You getting closer? I'm in the book. You're in the uh, right chapter now. Whatever. You're in the right chapter now. <laughs> Whatever. You're almost there. Whatever. A few pages away. <laughs> Whatever. And you're gonna be right there with me. Nope. But here's but here's here's the beauty of that. <laughs> We don't always have to be on the same page. I know that. That's what makes us individuals. And that's what makes this podcast great. Mm-hmm. We, don't have to, we don't have to be here uh, lolly dollar agreeing with each other what? all the daggone time. Who was that? Lolly dolly agreeing with each other all the <laughs> lolly daggone dollar. time. Lolly dolly agreeing with each other. How many times do I need to say it? Lolly dolly agreeing with each other all the time. Because you ain't say dolly. I did too. Did not. Whatever. You said lolly dolly. Lolly Anywho. I think that about wraps this here episode up. 
So how how are your views of of these stars that we have spoken of? Did it change your your view of them? No. So you still hold them in a high regard? I do. Well, everybody but OJ. <laughs> OJ can kick rocks. Um, but I, yeah, yeah. For the most part, um, I mean, I'm disappointed in Marion, disappointed in Lance. I personally don't think that it takes away from every single thing that they've accomplished as athletes throughout their lifetime. Mm-hmm. Maybe the last few or whatever like that. Okay, fine. Um, but no, no. Uh, Whitney to me was still one of the greatest voices of all time. Mm-hmm. Sad the way she died, but I don't think it, it tarnishes her image any. Um, you know, the, the same goes with Bobby. Okay, yeah, he struggled with it. I think Bobby's clean now and doing really well for himself. Um, but, uh, you know, shoot, right after we watched that, I went and turned that new edition. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, I went and turned that Bobby Brown album. I wanted to hear the Don't Be Cruel album. Mm-hmm. It's a banging album. Yeah, it is. You know what I'm saying? So, no, take nothing away from him. Chrisette Michelle, crazy in a bed bug, but <laughs> makes great music. Why are you crazy? Crazy. She's a musician, so I, she 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 gets a pass for her for her psycho whatever goes on with her. Um, <laughs> Saying musicians are crazy. I, listen, to, to compose and write and, yeah. and bring all that together, I mean, you know, you got they're to have special a, individuals. You got to have a little something going on up there. I'm serious. Special individuals. And I'm a writer. So I'm telling you, you got so to you have, special. You guys have a little something, you know what I'm saying, going on. You're up special. Your mind to put all that stuff together. Yeah, You're so, special. No, I don't, um, no, I don't, I don't, uh, my image hasn't changed uh, for these people at all. Um, I, you know, mm-hmm. even, even Robin Williams, man, I was, you know, greatly shocked mm-hmm. to hear, but at the same time, I, you know, I was like, that, that man, he was great at what he did, mm-hmm. you know, it was sad, but I, I don't, I don't think that it, you know, tarnish anything for me. Would not have liked to have seen him go out with like that. Would love to have seen him to have passed in a in a different way. You know what I mean? But they still honored him. You know what I mean? And all of that, as they did with Michael, as he did with Prince. And we know Prince died of an overdose. We know that for a fact that he died of an overdose. But we we still honored him like crazy. It did not change anything about his greatness mm-hmm. at all. It was sad. We're like, man, that's messed up. But it didn't. It didn't change how we feel about that man or his accomplishments as a musician. Mm-hmm. So. All right. Yeah. All right. Yep. Okay. Well, I too uh, still love New Edition. I still love Bobby Brown. I still love Whitney Houston. Yep. She cannot be replaced. I hear that. And now I think we're on the same page. <laughs> yes. Oh, China, now, now he's saying I'm on the same page. China has made it to the same page. Whatever. Yes. She's definitely ever on the same. How about page. he needed to be on my page? How in, about that? In the, in the same paragraph now. <laughs> yes. Oh yes. How about he needed to be on my page? Talking about I wasn't on his page. He got some nerve. <laughs> <laughs> some nerve. Some nerve. Ooh, guess what holiday is coming up? Plaintiff's birthday. <laughs> woo, woo, woo. <laughs> it's the only holiday I care about. I, if you talk about right, Valentine's right. Day, whatever. 
<laughs> only holiday I care about is, is 215. That's what I'm talking about. So that's the holiday that's coming. So, woo, woo. Raise yeah, the roof. By the time you guys hear this episode, yep. um, China's birthday will be a couple days from that. Yep. It'll be two more days after the airing of this episode. It sure will. Uh, February the 15th. So give China a shout out, guys, Please this do. week. Please do. For her birthday. Please show her some love. Raise the roof. Please, please, please. Raise the roof. So how are they going to show you some love, China? Where can they find you? Y'all can show me some love on Facebook. My name is China Fulton. C-H-Y-N-A-H Fulton. You can leave me messages there. Give me a shout out. You can also give me a shout out on instagram as amber day a-m-b-e-r-d-a-y-e you can also reach me on twitter as china 38 how about you all right well it's not my birthday but you can still give me a shout out (laughs) on facebook at kenneth j fulton Uh, you can also get me on twitter and instagram under the same name that is The Disciple 76, that's T-H-E-D-I-S-C-I-P-L-E-7-6. The Fultons are on Twitter. We are on Twitter at Dem Dem Fultons, D-E-M-F-U-L-T-O-N-S. We're on Facebook at (laughs) As The Fultons. I don't know what's going on (laughs) with my, my mouth here doesn't want to work anymore. My mouth is tired of talking. We're on Facebook um, as The Fultons Fultons. as well. Um, You can catch our website. Yeah. That is www.demfultons.com. And don't forget about the email address. Yeah. You can email us about this podcast. Tell us how you feel about it. Absolutely. Email us uh, topic ideas, uh, mm-hmm. your opinions about any of the topics that we've already talked about. Uh, and that is... Uh, Dem Fulton's Dem podcast Fultons. at gmail gmail dot com. So I think we covered it all. Yeah, I think we're good. Yeah. So um, this was a good one. It was. I mean, not that we've had a bad I one. I wasn't on your page. But it, it was fun. You not being on my page. You know, I, I like I like the debate with you mm-hmm. because you because you're good at that type uh-huh. of thing. You know, Why, I mean, thank you. It's, it's good when you've got somebody that's got a um, you know a great mind and, and an open mind. You know what I mean? Because debating with a fool is just foolishness. So, foolishness. So, it was all good. It was all good. Now that you're on my page. So now that China's on my page, oh. and we're all together now. There you go. We can go ahead and end this thing. <laughs> and we can tell you that we will see you on the next episode. On the next all right? episode. We appreciate you all so much for listening. Yes. All right. We'll catch you on the next one. Same bad channel. Same, Same bad, bad time. time. This is Ben Dem Fulton. This is yes. Pillow Talk. We love you guys. Love you, deuces. Peace. Peace.